You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, hosted by Aaron Walker and Heather Dyer. Tune in weekly to get inspired and make good food. Hello and happy August, listeners. This is Aaron Walker and and me. I'm Heather Dyer. It's the time of year here we're wrapping up the summer here in in our part of the world kids are getting ready to go back to school which means parents like us are getting ready to do the dreaded chore of packing lunches yeah and it's not just for school maybe you go to an office and you pack i used to take a lunch to the office Mm. that's the number one way to cut food costs is not to eat out at lunch when you're working an office job Packing a lunch is a smart idea, and it doesn't have to be leftovers in a in a Tupperware <laughs> that you heat up in the office microwave, and everyone's like, Ugh, "What are you eating?" Yeah, there are so <laughs> many good things that you can pack in your lunch where people will be like, "Damn, I want to eat that." And so much of the stuff that you buy when you're eating out, it's like you could make that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So this episode we've got for you, we actually recorded two years ago, and It's called bento because a bento is a boxed lunch. And we talk about a few ideas, what you can put in your bento to take for lunch, some snacks, some savory hot stuff. I'm baking bread because I feel like having a good, hearty, filling, resilient, tasty bread is what makes it all good. One of the main things we talk about in this episode is planning ahead, doing Mm -hmm. some batch cooking and baking and freezing Mm -hmm. so that when you're hurrying to make that lunch, whether you make it the night before or the morning of, you've got stuff ready to go. You can just pull it out and either warm it up or pop it in frozen and have it by lunchtime. It's thawed out. Yeah. So we're trying to help everyone be a little bit prepared. We're ready for this. We're going to prepare. We're going to plan. We want to feel calm and relaxed about that first day. And it helps the kids to know what they're going to get too. Sometimes that can be a point of anxiety for the kids being like, oh my God, what's going to be in my lunch? What am I going to eat? And so having them know that they've got some pumpkin spice donuts coming. Mm -hmm. And we've got some great savory main from our co-host, Sarah, who used to join us in our first couple seasons of podcasting. Yeah, she is the queen of batch cooking, freezing Mm -hmm. and make ahead meals. I mean, really, her lunch boxes are other level. Yeah, you don't have to you can keep it simple too. When we say bento, don't think, oh, no, I can't do that. Because that's like those super fancy everything had cut into shapes and themes and whatever you don't know Aaron and I don't do that no so you don't have to either (laughs) you know maybe it's cheese and crackers and pepperoni sticks that have that happens in my kids lunches fairly regularly so you know come on we're packing charcuterie for our kids let's call (laughs) it what it is (laughs) oh that's so good We're gonna pop this one out of the vault for you so that you can get some fresh ideas for back to school. And we are going to take a break next week as we prepare for a whole new season full of episodes. Season four. I think we spent the last hour and a half on here talking about what's coming up 
before mm -hmm. we actually hit the record button. We're going to be talking to some really interesting people, especially for parents. If you're a parent tuning into this and you uh, struggle with some of the foods that your kids eat or don't eat, we're going to be kicking off talking to a nutritionist who specializes in picky eaters. We have a guaranteed dinner recipe that is going to um, oh, kick ass. That's a good one. It's a really good one. So Heather and I will be back. You'll miss us for a week. And then we're right back into it weekly episodes. Nonstop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Cooking all the food. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about some tips and tricks for food and mm -hmm. for ourselves and for the kids. Yeah. Lunches. It's something we always hate. Like at the end of school year, we're like, thank God we don't have to do lunches for two whole mm -hmm. months. Because I always joke and say lunch is a four-letter word. So Sarah, you always call your lunches a bento or a bento box. You've got all these bento boxes for lunch kits. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I have a I have a whole shelf of different but kinds of really bento boxes. But they really like popped up more so in the grocery store too. Like now I notice yes. mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. so much more out there. So yeah. what makes and a bento a, a bento, Sarah? Bento simply means a packed meal. That's it. So oh. like a lunch box, like a, a lunch to take out of the house and eat somewhere else. Ah. And so a bento box is just a lunch box. Oh. And that's as simple as it gets. And of course, you know, it can get more complicated if you see what some people do with their bento boxes, you know, mm -hmm. depending on what it's inspired by and how it's packed. They're called different kinds of bentos. So certain bentos are traditional uh, and then some are inspired by landscapes. So you'll see a lot of like it looks like trees and flowers and and then some are really cutesy bentos and hmm. we're not getting into all that stuff today, but. Are you going to be using your food tweezers in this episode, oh, Sarah? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, good. Excellent. Oh, boy. It makes me think of, remember that video that was going around, or maybe there was more than one, I don't know, for a while, where it's like the side by side and there's a dad in like a robe and he's yes, trying to follow yes. along with the woman packing yes. her bento. Like he's looking at it like she's completely insane and he's throwing in like his, what is that little Lunchable yeah. made cheese and, and a crackers. celery stick, like he just yeah. throws it right into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had it, I'm, I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see those things and you think, wow, like, I wish I could have, like, if you saw Sarah's kids' lunches, you would mm. think, wow, I bet my kids would love a lunch like that, but they're, they're not getting it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might get the celery stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the lunch prep can be daunting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's my bread beeping. She's baking bread right now. She's got to run and <laughs> get it out of the oven. <laughs> yeah, it's timely. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm always making this bread. So. Well, why don't we start with talking about your bread? Because that mm. was one thing you wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, you know, I just popped my bread out of the oven. Yes. How did it go there? How does it look? It's hot. My house smells like fresh baked bread. But it's something that I have now done consistently for the last five years. Longer, for sure, because I remember the time I met you and you were making it then. And too. I was still making it mm. then. So I wouldn't keep doing this and making this bread if it took too much effort. As long as you give yourself that time where it sits, it takes almost nothing to do. Is it an overnight rest? Like, do you make it the night before? Yeah, it is. It is one of my favorite chefs. 
I'm now at stalker level on Facebook with him. Yes. It says I'm a top fan and I'm like, whoa, yeah. time to back off. I don't know what that means. And that <laughs> makes me a little bit nervous. So I'm, you know, trying to like, like and comment less on his stuff. But <laughs> uh, so he's a Canadian chef named Michael Smith. And you've met him. I was starstruck and super excited about that. I used to watch him on Food Network. He does a lot of um, cooking with fire, which you know is, you know, right up there on my favorite things. Mm -hmm. So his uh, recipe in his cookbook, Back to Basics, from 2013, he has a heritage bread that is no need super simple overnight bread right. he says you could make the dough in 60 seconds skip the hassle of kneading and just let it sit overnight is it really 60 seconds would you say you know <laughs> if you've got all your stuff out it is like measure dump measure stir done yeah okay. it's easy yeah so you mix together your dry ingredients you add water to it, you cover it, and it sits overnight. It's a very uh, wet dough. It makes a very moist bread. In the morning, once it's done all of its rising and bubbling, it smells nice and fermented and right. yeasty and right. doughy. I don't know. I love that smell in the morning. But you just punch it down. I add more flour because it's a very sticky dough. Okay. So I just sprinkle flour on it until I can kind of handle it. I ball it up into and toss it into my loaf pan, preheat okay. my oven, bake it for 40 minutes, and you have a loaf of bread. You feel a little bit of pressure to want to do the pack something good for your kids. I don't mind making like a sandwich because it's on good bread. Right. So, you know, when my kids want to get up in the morning, they want to have toast, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like they're not just eating sugar, like overly processed. But like the eggos my kids eat is just okay. not cutting it or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day. <laughs> I add a whole bunch of more stuff to it. He says you can freestyle your own ideas with this bread. And that's exactly what I do. So I add flax seeds, hemp seeds, right. millet. And I just mix it all in there with my yeast, the salt, the flour. I add in a bit of whole wheat flour. So it's a little bit, it's mostly white flour and just a little bit of whole wheat. Okay. It's a good hearty bread. It fills them up. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once this loaf has cooled down, you can slice it all up. I totally get why the best thing since sliced bread is a saying because yeah, slicing bread can be kind of a pain in the butt, but you can do it ahead of time with this. Oh my God, my stomach is like, give me bread, give me bread now. Yes. So if you've packed a, a nice healthy sandwich on some yummy bread, mm -hmm. what do you put on the side? Why not some more bread products? Because oh, why not? <laughs> Let's why just not? fill them with carbs, carbs. Listen, listen, they're small. They run around they, a lot. They, they burn, burn it, off. it off fast. Yeah, totally. And it's brain food too. Yeah. So maybe we don't always want all the carbs. We have enough brains. <laughs> We're already smart enough. Part of my routine during the school year is on Sunday, usually Sunday, but sometime mm -hmm. on the weekend. I bake something that's going to go in as the snack slash treat slash carb filler in the lunch. Right. Usually it's muffins, um, but I have to switch it up every week because if I get lazy and make banana muffins every week, they're going to tell me they're sick of them, which I right. totally yeah. get. Totally yeah. fine. So muffins or a loaf, um, some of our favorite ones. I like the fuel to go muffin. It's online and it's mm -hmm. full of zucchini it's carrot it's apple mm. it's a bunch of seeds 
uh, dried fruit. You can put anything in it and it's like a dense, yummy. Oh, okay. Energy packed. Yeah. It, that's why it's called fuel to go. Fuel that's to great. go. Okay. I like that one myself. Even if I'm going to have a snack like that, I like that it's got the fruit, the vegetables, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that's going to fill me up. And the kids like it. You know, with zucchinis, you have too much at once, right? That's mm-hmm. always the way it goes. So you can actually grate them and then freeze them in one cup portions mm-hmm. and bake with them all year long. One, We love the chocolate zucchini muffins, yes, especially because yeah. the zucchini makes it moist and it's right. like a cup, it's more like a cupcake, yeah. but it has zucchini in it. So it's really yummy. Sometimes I, instead of a muffin, I'll do a donut. You can use the same recipe just baked in a different shape and the kids are like oh donut and they think it's really special and like (laughs) or use cake if you don't want to make it from scratch get a cake mix I have these really great silicon donut pans bake up perfectly they pop out they're easy to clean super fast Mm -hmm. nice Um, my favorite donut recipe is a pumpkin baked donut from Sally's Ah. baking addiction great recipe and then you, sometimes I ice them. You guys have had those um, yeah. when I've made them, but mm-hmm. also you can just kind of dip them a little bit in some cinnamon sugar when you bring mm. them out of the oven, pop them out and just sort of dust them with cinnamon sugar and they're yummy. You don't have to ice them and it looks like a nice treat. This is a beautiful donut in the lunchbox. Yeah. The kids love them. Um, and in a pinch, if you don't have time to bake, just make Rice Krispie squares because the kids always love them. Yeah. And if it's once in a while, I mean, it's not quite as, it's not the fuel, but it's a treat. Have you ever mixed seeds into your Rice Krispie squares? Seeds? Yeah. I had, I had Rice Krispie squares once that had dates, pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds mixed into it. And it was so good. That sounds and yummy. It added a little, like the kids are kind of eh, because the texture mm. and the seeds. But you know, if you do it a couple times, I mean, it's not like you can pick each seed out. You just got to eat it, and then it's at least adding a little bit something more to it. Hmm. Oh, that's I like a good this idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of these things—they're all freezable, right? You can make a big batch oh, of them yeah. and then put them in the freezer, and then you don't have to worry about what to give your kids mm-hmm. for the next few days. Right? Pop it out frozen. A frozen mm-hmm. muffin in the lunchbox is thawed. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I'd say perfectly by the time they eat it at lunchtime. And if you need a little something cold in there with your veggies or whatever, you know, yeah. you've got your frozen muffin oh, done. There you go. That's all I got to say about lunches. I'm curious what Sarah's got for us. Hey, Erin, do we ever tell people that we have a website? think so it's in our show notes we have a website and we post the recipes from our episodes and we also have recipes on there that have not made it onto an episode it's just stuff that we've cooked tested out and that we love Mm, like what you did with that lamb short rib that was delicious that's right i make donuts with pancake mix i have that kid who doesn't like to eat pancakes but he'll eat one in a donut pan yeah so if you're looking for a way to do something a little bit different we've got multiple options you to explore and of course all of our episodes including the speakeasy bonus episodes and the drink recipes that's all on there so visit us over at threekitchenspodcast.com i've got three things and i'm going to refer you to a great website uh, called just one cookbook 
and I'm going to start off with chicken meatballs. So you can make this out of chicken, you can make this out of pork, you can make this out of beef, whatever you like. Mm -hmm. It's extremely easy, okay? And the nice thing is if you make a big batch of it, you freeze it on parchment paper on a flat pan. And once they're frozen, throw them into a Ziploc bag. So whenever the kids want a quick lunch or you want to have a quick dinner, all you do is take out these meatballs, you cook them, and you make this sauce, which is a sweet and sour sauce. And all it has is ketchup, marin, soy sauce, rice vinegar, sugar, and sake. If you don't have cooking sake, then you can use like a cooking wine, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy. I can't, like, you know, when they say um, meals in 30 minutes or less, this is a meal in 30 minutes of, or less. All you have to do is make those meatballs and freeze them. Good to go. So if you're putting them in the kids' lunch, mm -hmm. you would take them out the night before to thaw them out. Would you cook them the night before? You could. You could cook them the night before or you could cook them in the morning. It's up to you. Um, I like to do things the night before because mm -hmm. I am not a morning person. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and so then I just cook them and I cool them down and I put them in the fridge. Now all you can do is then uh, warm them up in the morning if you'd like, like in the microwave or whatnot. And that sauce you can make the night before too. It takes honestly like a minute to make that sauce. Okay, wow. how are you packaging them in the kids? I lunch? like to put them on rice because it's got that nice sauce on it, mm -hmm. and that's their lunch. In what sort of container are you putting? This is I'm. This is where I'm at. Like I have a the plastic lunchbox with the little compartments. It doesn't have like it doesn't seal. No, am I putting it in a Tupperware and then trying to fit it in the box or what am I doing? Okay, so I have. <laughs> This I know you have all the things. <laughs> I have all the bento boxes. I have a bento box specifically for their lunches when I make lunches like this. Because there's sauce in it and because there are different aspects in it, I don't like my bento to move. I like them to open yeah. it and it'd be pretty inside. I'm I'm very I've got some, you know, issues. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um so I have specific lunch boxes that are small enough for just one meal. And then ah. their snack is packed separately. In that case, I also do have uh, containers like you do, Heather, for different kinds of meals, right? But for those yeah. rice meals, um, that's mm -hmm. how I like to pack them. So it's not like a thermos container that no. keeps it warm or anything no. like that. I don't bother with those things. By the time lunch comes around, it's going to yeah. be room temperature food. Great idea. The tip I have for meatballs is have a little ice cream scoop, like the smaller ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you just start popping. Like it, it takes no time to do this. And like you would be so happy you put the time into to making a big batch of this, right? Because mm -hmm. it's so mm -hmm. simple. Okay, I have, I, just before you move on, I have one little suggestion. Ooh. One thing I've done in the past is make sausage rolls using oh. puff pastry that you buy, you know, the frozen puff Smart. pastry. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking you could wrap your meatball First, you'd wrap it up like you would a sausage roll, put your meatball in your puff pastry, bake it. Would you freeze it before you baked it or after you baked it? After. After you baked it. Because that's what okay. I did with the sausage rolls. Okay. And those transported well. And I'm just thinking like oh. a meat, tasty meatball in a little puff Smart. pastry would be I'm really yummy. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Ooh, thank yeah. you. I like that idea. Variety. Mm -hmm. It's a spice of life, ladies. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My next one is dumplings, 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 people. We love oh, yes. Sarah's dumplings. Okay. Um, I usually have 
like five different kinds of dumplings made and frozen in my freezer because that is wow. one of the easiest zhuzh up amazing <laughs> meals that I produce in again less than 30 minutes because I put the effort into it before yeah um, again I'm going to refer you to justonecookbook.com uh, gyoza g-y-o-z-a there are Japanese pot stickers so the pan fried I make massive batches of this and here's the fun part of dumplings put whatever you want into it yeah. you can do the traditional mm -hmm. stuff or you can do whatever you'd like but once you put them on a parchment paper on that pan freeze them okay. and once they're frozen again throw them into a ziploc bag and they're ready to go and then the yep. third one that i think has been a lifesaver for me is a the recipe called Jason's Grandma's Two-Hour Buns on dinnerwithjulie.com. And I, the novice bread maker, I've made this recipe a number of times as well. And mm -hmm. it's like foolproof yeah. dinner roll, totally. What I like to yeah. do with these dinner rolls is I stuff them. Mm -hmm. So I've stuffed them with mm -hmm. meatballs. I've stuffed them with ham and cheese. I've stuffed them with whatever leftover stuff that I have. Whatever you'd like, whatever your kids like. Yeah. Again, and then bake them cool them down and then I throw them again into a Ziploc bag. Again, so easy. You just take it out of that freezer, warm it up, mm -hmm. throw it into their bento boxes. Yeah. And you've got, if you can just put that weekend away or some time away to make these three things, you've got lunches made for the next two weeks. I just also wanted to just quickly touch on this for our gluten-sensitive friends. There is something called onigiris, and it's O-N-I-G-I-R-I. Look it up. Again, it's an extremely easy thing to make in the morning. All okay. you have to do is have rice ready. You put the rice into a mold. You make a little hole in the mold. You put whatever filling you want into it, a little rice, more rice on top, press it, and you've got an absolutely delicious kind of rice sandwich let's say to go yes. and, and that's a another really like there's so many easy recipes out there that i think sometimes we avoid because we've never made them before and you'll be surprised at how easy they are even i have made those yep. i think with all those recipes i think we're a little bit more prepared for back to school stuff yeah and make it easy on yourself and the key is prep yeah yeah. You know, if you have it written down for yourself as to mm -hmm. what you're putting in that lunch, it's one less thing that needs to like ride on your brain waves. There have yeah. been previous episodes where, you know, um, Aaron brought those empanadas from oh, yeah. Francis. Oh. I love making big batches of those and freezing them. They are perfect for it. We've yeah. talked about bows. If you want to go down there, mm. that is something that is, again, very freezable. Lots of things, guys. Just I, I just yeah. think make massive batches of them and freeze them and you will mm. be so thankful for that lots of options good luck until you run out of steam you run out of steam in like february and you're like yeah fuck it i'm just sending like lunchables lunch or whatever. i've stackable, never lunch stackable i've never bought it but i'm like maybe i'll resort to that at some point <laughs> yeah, yeah something's got to give right but <laughs> But now we've got the time We're we're going to put the effort in and we're going to hit the ground running. And now for the fine print. Join us over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and on our website at threekitchenspodcast.com. Remember, when you like, follow, subscribe, and leave a review, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. Can you make me some of those feathers? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. 